So, guys, this is Monday Seal School. You have myself, not Russell, tonight. Um, I was actually meant to be Lee, but Lee was sick. Um, we think he's got coronavirus. But, uh, yeah, tonight I'm going to be really just, I suppose, giving you my insights in regards to taking sales calls over the years and what I, what I feel has been seriously beneficial for me. And I was thinking about this because, guys, for me, when I hear a lot of people get objections and when I hear a lot of people get no closes, I'm going to be quite honest. It baffles me. Like, I don't have that problem. No, I did in my early stages in AN and stuff when I was very insecure, when I didn't really back myself, when I just didn't have confidence. I couldn't really, I didn't give myself permission to feel successful and to feel like a world-class coach. I just didn't like see myself as that. Now that's completely different, but not really much has changed. Like not really much has changed in regards to the actual technicals and things. But I just sort of want to go through one of the main aspects. And I suppose I bring this up tonight as well, because I actually sent one of my uh, team members one of my calls. Um, and the reason why I sent him that call was just to get a bit of an insight um, on the whole process to start off and also as well on his thought on a certain individual. And he was just like, that is so smooth. Like, it is not like you're on a sales call. It is so smooth in how you approach things. And I think that's why I don't necessarily get a lot of objections. So I want to, I suppose, just talk you through my process. Um, so really, before I get into that, I want to get a bit of a gauge uh, for you. We've just been off the line and there we were chatting to Ross and he's had six calls, two signups, two no, two, two no closes and two poor fits or whatever. So I just want to get an insight for you. Like, what sales like at the minute? What is, what what's, give me three things in the chat section that's good about your sales at the minute and give me three things that isn't going so well. Like be hypercritical on yourself. And for anyone listening, I just want you to really think about this. What is, how are your sales at the minute? Okay. My process is good. Most are a good fit. Um, I'm hitting my targets. Absolutely love that. And that's something I, I really want to elaborate on as well. Like, guys, I think with sales, a lot of it is about your confidence. A lot of it is about your momentum. And ultimately, managing your expectations is going to be one of the biggest things that's going to affect that. So managing your expectations that you put on yourself, uh, that would be one of the things that I wish that I'd done a lot sooner. Um, and just really got the gauge on it, really got the gauge on like what I was expecting myself um, on a daily basis in regards to creating calls and creating sales. And then also as well, um, the sales targets for the week. I'm just uh, pinning myself. Uh, Spotlight muscle. Okay, right. So um, my sales is good. Have confidence. Price point is tricky. And um, with different countries, yep. My flow is good, not awkward. Um, way better at handling objections. Uh, not great with the contract side of things. Okay. Um, Stephen, do you get them to sign the contract on the call? Uh, no, this is actually something I was I was hoping I could talk to either obviously Ross or, or yourself or someone on, on, on this about. But um, I I don't, and I'm not. I I just have to get into the policy builder of of the ultimate like delivery system, and um, I'm just wondering how do you do it because it's not something I've actually I don't think I've come across. So I'm not sure how to do it. Personally, dude, like I used to have about four steps that someone needed to do for to get on board. I just make it right. Are we in? Are we out? Like, what's details? And here, what can can what's the, here? You go. Here's uh, True Coach um, and the lab. That's pretty much like I just get that set up, and it takes within thirty seconds. So I think having a contract and stuff would just kill everything. Now the risk of that is that. Someone can get on and then they can, um, they're not necessarily signed in yet and things. But over the years of that, I've never run into that. So that's just my experience. I, I don't technically, I don't, I don't do that. I just do it on the, on the email straight after that they, they fill it in. Um, now I, I know that a lot of B2B would do it, but, um, when, for who we're coaching, we don't necessarily, I don't feel like you need to do it. 
Yeah, I just like I I have just like the promise drawn up drawn up more in the contract like the promise and and I tried to make make sure it was heavily outweighed by what I needed to do versus what they needed to do so they felt like it was more like contractually obliging me but um I, I suppose look I was it, it was just more of a, a thing but yeah that kind of puts my my me at ease. Hundred percent. And then the second question I've got for you guys um that I want for you, what do you need to get out of tonight's session to improve on your sales? I'm going to go give some value. I'm going to talk through some aspects, but what do you need to get out of tonight to improve your sales? It might just be that you need the energy of sales. You need a reminder. Like I find sometimes even dipping in um, to some of the sales trainings and some things that can be really useful, it can be useful from frames. It can be use, It can be certainty. It can be a reminder on things, or it could be a technical aspect. How to, how to get people to pay and full opposed to split pay. Okay. So by the end of today, let's not late, make sure we will make sure that you get that. Okay. Do you have full confidence and certainty around that? What else, guys? Jay, Maris, Dave, uh, Reese, Ross, what do you need to get from tonight to improve on your sales from me, from this session, from each other? What do we what do you need to walk away with? Paying on the actual call, okay? How to handle cost objections, flow for asking for payment and not making it feel awkward, okay? Cool, right? Okay, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll cover that. That'll be a section that we'll cover. Learning to sell at new price point. Jay, you'll fucking crush it, dude. So you will. You'll crush it, okay? So really, guys, uh, the first thing I want to highlight is, um, really, are you creating sales? And what I mean by that is ultimately, there's a few things I want for you to look at. If we want to get sales, we have to create them. Majority of individuals before they come into AN ultimately have sales come to them. It's quite passive, okay? Referrals, word of mouth, being seen on the gym floor. Um, and as well, when they're selling at a lower price point, you can notice that work goes a little bit further. But guys, you've got to actively now, if you really want to hit your sales, if you really want to grow, if you really want to scale, you have to create sales opportunities so i want you to ask yourself where are you seen okay like you need to be seen literally everywhere your clients need to be seen everywhere their clients result the client result needs to be seen everywhere okay so a few ways like getting your clients to tag you on stories that should be literally like a habit of your client base so every like today like Ask your client, look, I want for you to get, I want for you to get these sessions in. I want to make sure that you're getting the intensity there. I want to make sure your execution's there. And also as well, you're holding yourself accountable and doing what you said you would do. Can you tag me in your stories at least three times this week? Can you make that happen? Okay. The other thing as well is I would actually be making a big aspect in your client's lives. So what I mean by that is ultimately yes, getting them a result, but ultimately asking them a little bit about their life, asking them about their friends, asking them about the schools, asking them about their their the universities, ask them about their work, asking them about things that's going on, okay, with them. One of the, like, in your first few weeks, has anyone noticed your progress so far? Oh, okay, well, look, what did they say about it? Oh, I'd love to know. Look, are they interested in coaching? Do they do anything? Do they have a coach? There, there there's your opportunity to get a natural, authentic referral. As well as that, who are you seen with? You, If you want to create sales, you have to be seen as an authority in your area and you have to be seen like connected with other individuals that your audience will be interested in. So if that is other businesses, if that is speaking, if that is podcasts, if that is just other figures, if that is some of your clients will be quite high profile, just being seen with them. You have to ultimately be connected. So look at creating collaborations. Look at how can you get in front of more people, okay? What platforms are you using? Okay, like you got to look at right Facebook, Instagram, but then as well as that, can you look into, can you do some of your work on uh, LinkedIn? We're also as well going to be this Wednesday looking at um, all the emails. We're going to be looking at so many forms, but it's now like if you're nailing your daily non-negotiables on uh, your Facebook and on your Instagram, it's important that you then look at, can you look into other platforms? Can you look into other ways? Okay, you need to be getting in front of new people as well as that, like, Every single day, you should be adding 30 to 50 people on Facebook, 30 to 50 people on Instagram, and ultimately just getting seen more often. As well as that, like it should be a habit of yours to comment on their things. It should be a habit of yours to just be seen everywhere. Okay, so that is the first thing is literally 
like be seen and make that a massive, massive focus for you. If you do that, guys, like a lot of sales will come to you, even just by being seen, even just by having your name on places. If if I type in your name into Google, if someone refers me to you, like, can I find you? Okay. Do you own the conversation for your specific niche? Okay. Like, is it very clear? You just want to be seen everywhere. You want to be the word of mouth. Okay. So I really just want to stress that because it's such an easy thing, but it's something that we can often fall down on. Okay. I mentioned this today on the launch pad. What lines of communication are you opening? Most people have an expectation with outbound and things that they're that that, that that's gonna go to a call. All I want you to think about is just firstly, like starting a sheer large volume of conversations and opening lines of communication. So that can be by welcoming a follower. If they don't reply, that's completely cool. You're opening a line of dialogue for them. They know, right, Ben's reached out to me. Ben cares. Ben's attentive. Ben's ultimately wanting to help people. Ben also as well produces an amazing level of content, amazing level of results. So it's like, you all you're doing is literally just opening a line of communication. If they reply, have a chat, get to know them, get to understand their world, get to understand what makes them tick, have a bit of banter, connect with them. Don't necessarily be so mechanical, like bring you, bring life into it. There's another person on the other side of that that has a life, that has interests, that also has needs and problems that we could possibly solve. But it's like, get out of your own way by ultimately like thinking that that if someone leaves you unseen, it's something on you. If someone doesn't like open up, it's something on you. Like that is the biggest thing that we need, really need to just like hammer home here is it's like you, you can't let yourself get in your own way. Not only are you getting in your own way, but you're getting in a lot of people's lives way because you can, if you've got that mindset around actually just talking to people, getting out there, outbounding, that will halt other people. That will stop them from making the progress that they really, truly deserve. It will stop them from changing lives, okay? So it's like, guys, with that, with outbound, with connections, all you're doing is simply opening a line of communication to begin with. Let's not put the bar really high where we need the, every single person that we need to chat to comes on as a client, okay? Opening the lines of communication. When you do that, it's a little bit more lighter. It's a little bit more easier. There's a lot less expectation. You can have a little bit more fun. You can be a little bit more you in that, okay? Now, 100%, if the connection's there, if you can see that there's it's going somewhere that they're not training, that something's happening, you transition it towards there, that 100% talk to them about your program, give them the help that they need. But just let's first off, let's just look at opening the lines of communications. They can talk, they can, they, that's there. Most people on social media are passive, okay? So by you actually going and just doing something where there's a, a form of engagement, they will engage back. If you never do that, they'll just continue being passive. They do that, people scroll 24 seven. So that's all you're doing, okay? The next thing, like, I, I suppose just really looking at that as well is like, when you do that, you're in the prospect's mind, basically giving them the confidence that I can talk to you. I can open up to you. I can share with you. Even if I'm not going to talk to you now, if I, in the future, want a fitness coach, I want help, I know that I'm going to come to you. And ultimately, guys, Phil says it all the time. If you don't do it, someone else will. Someone else out there is going to do it in your market and take the clients. Okay. Now, I don't say that from a fear perspective, but there's someone that's not getting in their own way and having the courageous and just and just doing that. So you need to really think about that. Okay. Now, the next thing I want you to think about, guys, is really like it's so easy to forget this. And you have to, in the middle of your day, when you're in the middle of all of your work, you have to, to really create a lot more sales opportunities. You have to have a pattern interrupt and you have to ask yourself, what is going to drive revenue? You have to be thinking about that. What is the biggest priority task? Like, especially guys, you got to look at it like this. If you keep spending your time the way you always have, you're going to keep getting the things that you always have. Okay, so if you want to get 
better things for your business, if you want to get more sales, you have to be thinking, right, what is the priority here? What is the biggest thing I need to be focused on? And what is it that I don't need to focus on? Do I really need to get back to that message from my client about their marketing as well? Do I really need to do the, the, the admin task? Do I really, what is the top priority right now? What's ultimately going to help the overall business? You've only got so much attention, so much bandwidth. So you need to be every single day looking at right, what is going to drive revenue, even with content and things like that. Is this post really going to, me writing these things really going to drive revenue or is it me actually just talking to people? What's a higher chance? You just have to ask yourself that. Okay. And again, if you're setting bigger targets for yourself, you have to have higher level of attention. So that's just the first bit that I really wanted to touch on in regards to creating sales opportunities. Let me know if you find that useful. Let me know what you took from that. Okay. And I'm going to go for the next bit in regards to building trust on a call. Okay. Just listening back. Great frame. Reach out, open dialogue. Makes sense. Easy to forget these things. Yeah, it's these are this is just this is just like practice reminders things. Yeah, again, like it's this stuff done day in day out will drive massive results. Now, guys, nope. Monthly income is highly correlated to the volume of conversations started. Yeah, one hundred percent. Like. Let's just look at it. If you are having 100 conversations, 200 conversations, whatever, week, like guys, it's just, it, it's going to happen. If you're helping other minded people, if you're blowing other minded people's minds, if you're talking to them and just building connections, they're planting seeds for the future. Okay. Open opportunities, create conversations. Yeah. Okay. You have to actively think, right, who can I be seen with or who can I, where can I connect in the new audiences? Okay. Now, the next thing I want you to think about, guys, is like, in the ultimate sales machine, we have that and it's quite direct and things and we are going to be bringing out more sales trainings and things. But I'm just going to teach you like my sort of experience in regards to like the agenda setting. Okay. And that sort of first phase. Before I go on to a call, like before I go into, I suppose, their goals, their life, things that's going on, I just think about trust. Okay. So firstly, like it depends who I'm on the call with, but I will take as long as it takes to build trust. And once you've got trust, you're going to be able to go to to go into the core of what the actual problem is and what they actually need. But if you don't have trust, what you'll find is that you'll get a prospect that's very defensive, a prospect that you don't really connect with, a prospect that basically looks at you and your and legit instead of looking at your program and the value you can offer, they look at logistics, a prospect that's so defensive, they're looking at the other PT down the road. You don't actually ever get to connect and you don't actually ever get to like get to the core and under all the layers of the onion. So you have to think about trust. Now, there's four sort of like categories that you really need to tick to make sure that you get trust with someone. The first one is expertise, okay? So people need to know you basically know your shit. Like they can just feel it off you. Like, and if, if you're talking to a business owner, if you're talking to a high level CEO, they will trust you more by actually being quite tight, being quite rapid, like saving their time. So look, we're just going to cut to the chase here today. Really, what we're going to look at is really where you are now, where you want to be. And this is just your chance to basically have a professional audit things and see exactly what you need. Is that cool for you? Like that's the sort of, you would just be quite direct with a, with someone of that sort of caliber, someone of that thinking. But the second aspect I'm going to touch on is emotional. And it's pretty much if you're talking to someone that is maybe um that's maybe female again these are all generalizations and things it's maybe female that's maybe older that maybe um they're going to gain more trust by actually emotionally connecting with you okay and that might be through laughter that might be through like you maybe sharing your own experience look i know you're on this call today i'm sure you're probably a little bit nervous and things like that um i've had that before from other individuals don't worry, I'm not as daunting as what I seem. And really what we're here to do is just sort of help you. So you're, you're speaking to that emotion, okay? That's the second aspect. You're going to need expertise. You're going to need emotion. You won't need all of these, but these are sort of the four core ingredients that I think, and at some point in your call that you want to nail. Third aspect will be service, okay? 
So ultimately here today, what we're going to do is we're going to look at everything that you've been going through. We're going to audit basically your training, your nutrition, your lifestyle, your mindset, what's what's really happening, what we need to do. It's basically like you're giving them something before you ask. You're giving them before you ask. And even just by how you take the call. So usually on these calls, they'll take 20 minutes. And what we'll do is we'll just really get the nitty gritty of what you need and how I can best help you today. How does that sound for you? It's just the service aspect of it, but they're gaining things from it. There needs to be that. There needs, And if you don't have the service aspect of it and you just get stuck in the problems, you get stuck in the goals, things like that, there's no real need. Like there's no real, like I want to give information. Really, they're giving information to you. So you need, they need to kind of gain an insight to what the benefit of that is. Okay. And then the fourth aspect is realism. Like within the first few, within the first few minutes, you need to show that you're real. Like, and I, like that could be, look, on my journey, um, I was training for a few years and then ultimately I never really got anywhere. I got, I got a bit frustrated. I was trying everything and that really resulted in me starting to compare myself. It affected me outside of the gym because of X, Y, and Z. Like share some of your story, be real. This might not be fully going into the depths of your story. This could even be just by the fact that you know the same people, the fact that you are in the same area. It's just you need they need to trust you that you're a real person especially as well like if you're maybe talking to someone's a little bit colder someone's the other side of the world and as well if you're going to be charging a high price fee they need to know and have that trust with you within you buyer safety comes down to just knowing that i can trust this individual okay so the four forms of like trust and again like i would love to be able to give you a script i've tried to do little small frames there but it's really you need to show expertise you need to really connect and understand emotion and talk to their emotion. You need to show service in regards that they're getting something from this call. They're getting something from this process. Even if they don't sign up, they're still receiving. It's still valuable. And then the fourth aspect is realism. They, they, there needs to be that you're a real person, that you're not necessarily just a coach, that you're a real person and that you really get it, your interest, your story, your life. There needs to be that realism about it, okay? When you get trust, you will get less objections. When you get trust, people will not want to know all the details. They'll just trust you and want to move forward. That is one of the key core components that you really, and especially like before you go into problems, before you go into pain points and things like that, you need to nail that, okay? And when you're like reviewing your calls, look at, like, does this person really feel connected? Are they distant? Are they away? What are they sharing? Like, how much does it feel like they trust me? Okay. So I just want to check in on that. What do you sort of take from that? What, what thoughts does that really bring to you? been incorporating all of these and it's been probably why some of my calls have had a much better flow yeah that's it create trust for higher chance of sale okay influence the call in the correct way build up rapport yeah okay the next thing i want to then go touch into guys is and this is the key thing situational impact okay most people will go to the moment where they'll just basically they'll, they'll basically just say, so what what can I help you with? How are you, what are you struggling with? And they'll say things like, I can't stick to a plan. I don't like this, et cetera. I'm, I've tried, but I can't eat really well. I don't like vegetables. You'll get all that surface level shit, okay? But you need to go to the moment that they want or they're running away from. They're running towards or they're running away from. So in your DMs and when you're chatting to this individual, you want to know what type of individual they are. For like when I when I um when I like started coaching, I noticed that a lot of it was from running away. But now as I progress on working towards more driven, high performing men, I've noticed that it's a lot more ambition. Things are quite cozy. It's more I'm running towards this. 
it'll be different towards your niche. It'll be different person to person, but it's, you want to look at what is the sort of like on a seesaw, what are they on their mind? Is it what's driving them? Is it something that they're running towards or is it something that they're running away from? Okay. So an example might be like an example, like running away from will be like, Oh, I went on holiday last year and I just couldn't take my top off. Okay. Like an example might be running towards I'm absolutely busted with energy, but I want to basically be the best leader possible for me and my company. Okay. Now, like I said, you can't find the situational impact until you build the trust. So what you want to do is you want to basically, what you're really trying to do is go to that moment with them that they visualize or have been through. And the only way I could really describe this is peeling layers of the onion. And the best way to do this is by starting off 100%. So look, why are we here today? Like what's brought you onto the call? Okay, cool. Would you be able to tell me a little bit more about that? And like, has this been something that you've been thinking about for a while or just something that's been quite recent? Mm, I see. What you want to do when you're doing this, guys, is you want to go a lot slower. You want to go very slow with this, okay? So what I might even do is I might even ask someone and I'll try and just play it out with you so I can get a bit of an impact, get a bit of an insight. So who would like to be a guinea pig? A volunteer. Right, Stephen. Go for it. So dude, forget I'm an AN, okay? I'm just here. I'm a man who's going to help you, okay? So... Stephen, dude, what can I help you with, bro? Um, yeah, I just want to get in shape. I just want to get more job fitter. Okay, cool. So, yeah, has that been like something you've always wanted or something that you're just thinking about more recently? Um, I suppose more recently because I'm going on holidays in a few weeks and maybe it's just uh, I've always maybe thought about it, but I haven't. Uh, I, I don't know. I should say holidays are getting close and I'm panicking a little bit. Yeah, dude, like I've been training for years and that's me too. Like, I think it's like six weeks I go. How long is it before you go? Uh, eight weeks. Okay. And would you say that's like your biggest sort of like focus at the minute or is there anything else or is that like the thing that's on the front of the mind? Um, yeah, no, I, I think that's kind of what, what's on the front of the mind. Just I, I just I want to be able to uh, just, just be by the pool and not be, uh, not be thinking about who's watching. Okay, cool. And um, I suppose, mate, like, has there been a time in the past where you've been in that situation? Or is it just something that you kind of are just, I suppose, you, you want to be proud in that moment? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, I suppose every time I go on holidays, it just seems to be the same cycle of uh, I say I'm going to get fit and get get like going and get, you know, I get shredded before I go on holidays. But then I go on holidays and I end up just being in the same situation again. Mm. Why do you think that is? I think I just, I don't know, I just, uh, it just seems to slip my mind. I think I think about it like too late and then I'm just like, oh, so what's the point? I can't win about it now. Mm. And like, when you say too late, like what time was it last time where you thought, did you think about taking action or what? Yeah, I thought, I thought about, I actually thought about reaching out, um, but it was only like three weeks on my holiday before. Okay. And were you training then? Um, I was training, but I didn't really know what I was doing. Like I was just kind of going into the gym and just kind of doing the stuff I wanted and probably wasn't tracking or anything. Okay. And the reason why I ask this is so that we can sort of look at, right, we've had this situation before and we don't want the situation again. So it's like, right, what do we need to change to make sure that doesn't happen? So I suppose, mate, like, what were you doing back then that didn't really serve you? Like to get that body that you wanted? Um, I suppose I just I was I was trying to do it myself. I was trying to I was trying to do all of it myself. I was trying to motivate myself. And I was trying to do my own gym sessions and plan my own gym sessions. And uh, yeah, I suppose I, I just wasn't. Um, yeah, I just didn't really know what I was doing. And what would you say to that, Stephen? Like, if you were coaching that Stephen right now, what would you say to him? Like, so that that doesn't happen. Um. I'd say you need to get help. Like you need to have someone else. You don't. You need to. You need to get get someone to help you with that. Like because you obviously haven't been able to manage it so far. So you should get some help with that. Hmm. And what do you think he needs help with? 
Like if you had to go into it, because we're like, say we work together, say like you get a chance on the our coaching program, like ultimately we're going to be changing things. Like we can't, I suppose, expect a different result from what you're currently doing. So like, what do you think needs change? Like what do, what do we need to sort of like do more of, do less of? Yeah. Um, I definitely need more accountability anyway to kind of keep, keep things top of the mind because I, I feel like I get, you know, loads of motivation and then I kind of forget about it and life gets busy and then I get loads of motivation. So I'm just not consistent enough. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but what do you think you need to be accountable with? Like if you had accountability, what would be different? Um, I just I'd stick to the training plan, like a, a training plan, like more, and I'd I'd stick to my food better. Okay, and when you don't stick to it, what is it that happens? Like, what is it that sort of is it that you te- like you're busted after work, or is it that you just yeah you, you, you your partner's eating food? Like I don't know your situation. I'm just trying to sort of help you see the missing pieces of the jigsaw like what is it that stops you from sticking to it or gets um i think it's just when i'm kind of i suppose i probably maybe i don't eat when i should and then i i I might be out and about and i haven't prepared meals and then i go and i get something that's not on plan or or i don't isn't healthy and then i'm kind of like oh sure look i've already got off plan so i might as well just keep going Mm. and then do you ever get back off like do you ever get back on after doing that for a while not for another couple of weeks probably after the holiday yeah <laughs> dude i've seen it i've seen it more times than i can see and i've been there and i can really feel you I, I i can totally relate to it but it's important that we sort of really i suppose mate like really understand why we don't want that so when you're in that moment like and you're on holiday what is it that you're feeling like from the the food, the training? Like, what is what is it that you're actually feeling in that moment? Um, I suppose I just I don't feel confident. Uh, you know, being by the pool, or you know, I don't don't feel confident. You know, with, with my girlfriend or whatever. Jordan, I'm, I'm not in the shape. I go to shape as I could. You know, and uh, I suppose just a bit a bit of guilt that I didn't do the work. Mm. And how does that like if? Like, how do you feel in your body at that moment? I know you said not confident, but do you notice that you're a little bit, like, less expressive, not as fun? Do you feel like it really, like, if you were, if you're in that moment, what does it feel? Um, I just feel like I'm probably holding back. I feel like I'm not doing things I could do. I don't, don't, don't go and do more fun stuff, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, I get you. So with that, now that you know that, do you feel like you want to really drive on forward? Yeah, no, I think I do. I don't want to do the cycle anymore. I don't want to repeat that, the, the same thing. Because the thing I say to a lot of guys is that it, they get what they tolerate. And the harsh reality is that we've tolerated that in the past. So if we're going to move forward, we're going to create this body. There's going to be things that we can't tolerate. What do you think about that? Like when I say that, what comes to mind? Um, just not. Yeah, no. I think I think that's exactly what I need. I just need to, you know, I I don't think it's not that I don't want to do it. It's not that I don't want to do the work. It's just that I, you know, I just as you said, I probably am just tolerating my own bullshit. Hundred percent. And what we got to look at is it's like that was just that Stephen. Like you just didn't have any systems in place. The Stephen going on holiday this time, he can be completely different. Like you said that you're holding back, dude, you could actually like be the, you could be the center of attention. You could have the most fun. This could be the best holiday of your life, but it can only happen if you're willing to do the work. Yeah, I think I will be. Okay. So what would need, what would need to happen for us to basically say, right, this was a massive success. What, and you're in the best shape of your life, your holiday. Like, what do we need to do? Um, I just like to go on holidays and be, you know, like uh, I don't want to be shredded. I know that takes a lot of time, but you know, I want to be, I want to be in good shape. I want to look like I'm a, I'm a personal trainer. I want to feel like I'm, I'm actually a personal trainer that I, that I walk the walk. Okay, and to create that, Stephen, what do we need to leave behind? Like, what thoughts do we need to leave behind? What like foods do we need to leave behind? What routines? Like, yeah, like what do we need to leave behind to create that person? 
ah, I just got to not tolerate, you know, like sleeping in when I should be doing cardio or I join the morning or I just need to just nail my sessions and not be kind of, you know, making it up as I go along or I need to, you know, I just, I need, I need, I need some structure. I need, I need to not tolerate deviating from that. Okay. And if you know that, why haven't you done it already? I don't know. don't know. don't know why I haven't done that. I think, yeah, I don't know. I haven't had the accountability. I haven't had the structure. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like I could help you create that? What you really want? I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think if I had someone kind of like, you know, I think I'm good to do things as long as I'm being checked up on. But I think when I'm not being checked up on, I probably take the make a bit. Okay. So guys, I just want to check in. What did you gain from that? What did you sort of, that insight? Well, how did you get, what did you gain from it, Stephen? Um, they're definitely the silences I could, um, they're, they're, they're deafening, like, and definitely, like, obviously I was putting that on, but like, uh, I've, this is something I've been trying to work on is, like asking a question and leaving them talk and just leaving leaving them have that silence so definitely your your silence and your slow slowness of the like conversation like brought such a kind of pressure to me to actually respond you know mm-hmm. 100% and like did you see as well throughout that sometimes I used a little bit of humor to sort of like not help you through that like I brought you but also that humor was to support you no absolutely and it was it was just that that balance of kind of like obviously being serious and going deep but also bringing it back so there wasn't so much pressure that I was kind of running the mile a hundred percent a hundred percent and the other thing guys that I want you to look at so really like in that scenario there was two aspects because there was like right that's the pain and that was really driving him but then there was also a little bit of the future and you're always going to have that again like look you gotta you're always going to have small his was in that scenario and that person his was more pain because he didn't want to repeat that past but you may have to like go back and forth throughout and the one thing i want you to think about is help that to get them to understand the situational moment so for him it was like it was on that pool it was where he didn't feel um that he could fully express himself i tried to get him to like express the body that maybe felt a bit tight if you can get the body aspect that just goes an extra layer but ultimately for for him to let himself view him like that and go to that level of depth, he can't associate it as him. He has to associate it as Stephen. So if you notice, I said that Stephen. He's here with me today. That is a diff. That's a Stephen. That's a that's a trait of Stephen. Okay, that's a moment that in, in the past. And if you see also as well today that I got him to look at the future. What what how, what do we need to create? What is that statement? Okay. And then what you do in there is like pretty much like I, I touched on about, right? Well, like, why haven't we done it so far yet? So what I'm really in trying to install there is that he needs systems. He needs support. He needs accountability. As well as that, with like when, again, to go to that level of depth and the really peel layers of the onion, you might have saw that I interrupted him. And again, interruptions, okay, if it's from a place of leadership. But I interrupted him and said, well, what do you need to be accountable to? Like, accountability is just a fluff word 100% like yes it's important but it's like what is it that you need to be accountable to always follow that up always get right to the root right to the to the right to the the aspect that they're really struggling with the other thing as well that like we didn't really go into it in that much depth but you'll go, different people will be um more open to it but if you can help that go to the stories in their mind that's an extra layer like if you can go well look I ultimately, I, I need to ultimately stick to my diet better. And when I don't stick to my diet, it's because I feel like I just can't get this. I feel like I've been trying it for years that it hasn't actually been my moment. You want to really go to that story that they're telling themselves because ultimately results are in the mind. And if you're going to be, you when you're working with them, you're going to have to rewire that story. So you want to try and go to the story in that moment. Another thing that you can do is basically, right, how would you describe that, Stephen? Like if you had to coach that Stephen, if you had to look at that Stephen, like how would you describe him? Because sometimes again, people can't actually understand the problem because they're almost ashamed of it. So you got to help them disassociate from it and then basically get them to look at it like logically. 
And all you're doing is just bringing them to that moment, bringing them to the situation, bringing them to the habits and the behaviors and things. And that's what you, that, that's when you're not coaching them. Like if you notice I didn't give them answers, I highlighted problems of the situation. Okay. So yeah, just a few things I wanted to really, really um, teach you on on that and share with you on that. And what you're really doing is you're finding out what's missing in that. Later on, what I would do is I would probably say, look, I'm going to make an assumption here just off everything we talked about. I feel like from my experience for coaching hundreds of individuals similar to you, you're probably missing this. You're probably, you've got this holiday and you've got this holiday coming up. You tried to do it in the past. You don't necessarily know what to do. And ultimately, we're going to need to work on your relationship with food. We're going to need to actually help you understand how you make progress, how you go about that. And as well as that, we're going to really need to as well make you feel like, right, you can actually do it this time. You can actually have the confidence to do that. You go, then what you would do is you actually help him, you pinpoint what is it that's actually he missing and bits of it you'll get from him. And then sometimes you'll need to come in with your authority and it just needs to be really clear on why is it like he is where he is. He needs to see that. You need to basically relay that to him and he's need to come to some agreement. So the situation of where he is and the effects or the situation that he wants to be in and what is he missing to get there. And you need to agree on that. If you agree on that, that that like, and he can turn around, he can say with full certainty, that's what that that's it. Like, if you got that aha moment, guys, objections don't come in your mind. Like, they 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 they, they don't happen. Okay. So what I'm really trying to tell you is like, if you can get really clear on the problem, really clear on where they want to be, so 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 clear to that situation of the, the different aspects, and you can help them understand what's missing they'll be like, right, when do I start? Okay, there'll not be all these issues. Okay. So who here feels like, just from hearing that, that when they're like going into aspects that they maybe don't, they maybe don't do it enough? Or what they feel like they're missing when they're trying to go into that situation? Do they go to that, do you go to that level of depth? And again, like, few people said that like it can be tone it can be I remember me and Russell and Lee we done a sales sort of role play and he described myself as a roller coaster it can be like that it can just be having highs and lows definitely go deeper okay had a few calls where I found it super hard to get them to open up yeah 100% and like the other thing as well is like if it's more future and it's more someone that's quite driven, professional, et cetera, what you can then do is look at, right, you can then look at this, like, what would it look like if you were going towards your full potential? What would people be saying about you? What would need to happen for you to basically get to the end of this year and know that you completely crushed it? Okay, explain that to me. Okay, how would that feel to you, right? What do you think, where do you think we're missing at the minute? Okay. Yeah, probably need to be lighter at times, come back out of pain. Yeah, 100%. Like, you're, the, if you can be light with it and delicate, but also as well firm to like help, firm to help them realize that point and the, the blind spots that they're missing, that's going to be massive. Okay. So, what I then do, like, to help coach people through that and to help go to the point of like, if you go to those, those moments, it can be quite emotional. And it can also, that emotion can sometimes distort you and sometimes as well, like override like actual decision-making. As Phil said, you need to be bought in emotionally, but then also logically. So what I'll do for right is I'll say, okay, so look, what are you realizing about this? Now that you say this out loud, like now that you see that's that Stephen, like what have you realized? Shit, I should have got help ages ago. I should have done this. I realized that like, I didn't realize as bad as it was. I realize that I can, if it's going moving forward and it's like someone that's progress, it's someone that wants it more for progression. They want that situation. They want the feel successful, the feel incredible, to lead their teams to be speaking or performing in front of thousands, whatever. Like it can be what I've realized. I can fucking do this. I'm good enough. I realize there's so much on the table that I can really push on. I realize that you've got me feeling like I can do more. So it's like, you want to ask, what have you realized? Okay. The next thing you want to follow up with that, what is holding you back then? What's holding you back? 
what do you feel like you're holding back? Have we identified what's holding you back today? Today you came on this call from so that we can understand right your point A, this is point B. What have we got clear on what's been holding you back so far? What do we need to leave behind? What do we need to uh, erase? Okay. And the next thing as well is like, you also, again, that trust, that connection. Like, I'm going to be honest, like today, like it is also a sign, like there's loads of people apply for these calls, but it is also like, for me, I need to get a feel like if you're a good fit for our program, like if you would actually fit in with our program, if you'd be able to do it, if you want to change your life around, if you'd feel good in the community, and it would just, I need to sort of gauge that. But ultimately, it's just as much for you. Like from our chat, do you feel like this is right? Do you feel like this coaching program is the right program for you? Okay, so why do you feel like that? Like, why would you put your trust in me? Like, again, some people can turn around and like say, oh, why should we take you on? Why are you a good client? I like to put the power in their hands. Why do you think like, like you put your trust in me? Like I take it really, I take this work really, really seriously. And I like, if we're going to work together, like it's a big, big role, but why do you feel like I'm the right man to be able to do that for you? Okay. So just why does this feel right? And if they don't, like if they, you're, you're going to get people that just won't, like, again, this is, I think this is just really that aspect on your calls, like on your next 20, 30 calls, just think, how can I get better connection? How can I get better connection? How can I get better connection? But sometimes you won't. Sometimes people will be closed off. Sometimes people will be quite, it will be harder. And what they'll do at this point, before you go on the closing, they'll explain the legit, like the logic. Well, I don't know. Like sometimes I've got thrown questions like, like how many of your clients are successful? Like what can you guarantee me? Like what results can you get? And then you have to explain them the logic. Well, look, dude, I don't know like how much you need to lose exactly. I don't know what you're willing to do. I don't know your situation. I don't know your metabolism. I don't know all these aspects. But what I do know is that, and then you would explain the process, et cetera. So sometimes like it's a really good check that you can check in on any logistical like aspects that are not sure of. Well, I don't know, like, how, am I going to be PTing with you? When are the sessions? Well, look, you don't actually need the, like, you don't need to train with me. Don't get me wrong. Everything's covered. You've got videos, you've got exercise execution. Again, the hundreds of other clients that have been through this program that have inspired you to come onto this call. They've been able to do it. And ultimately you can train when you want, when, where you want. And basically we'll just make sure that you're doing everything right. You leave all the details in regards to the process and stuff to me. And all I need to know from you is like, are you willing to, to get after this today? Are you willing to change your life around? Is this something that you're really serious about? Like you can just take the take any any thinking away from it for them or explain the thinking that they need to hear. Okay. And then what I'll sometimes do is I'll like, right, I'll I'll summarize or I'll get them to summarize. Someone needs to summarize. Like, Look, so you came onto this call today struggling with X, Y, and Z. Is that right? Or what do you feel? Have I missed anything? Right. You want to get to where do you want to get to? Let's just clarify that. One, two, three, right? What do you feel like you're missing? Write this down. When you get someone to write it down, it ultimately is their actions. They're like, like they are writing it down, right? What do you need to change? Why do you need to change that? What, who will benefit from you changing that? Be really brutal with yourself. What are you not going to handle anymore? What are you not going to tolerate? Okay, so you're gonna say no to that person. You're gonna like sometimes, guys. Like I've had people on their first, on their sales call. I've had people basically quit smoking from that call. I am not gonna smoke ever again. Like just, when you go to that situation moment, like and you get them to write something down, it's it just it it, it it hits differently. Okay, and then after that, when they've wrote that down, they'll say, right, why is it important you don't keep going this way? three years time, five years time, 10 years time. And one amazing frame I like to say for individuals in their 20s and 30s, look, you're meant to be in the best years of your life. This keeps going on. What will that look like in 10 years, 20 years, 30 years? Okay. Now today I've done my best ability just to understand your situation, where you want to be. I appreciate that we've had a lot going on. We've had things happening as well. I've asked you some big questions and things, but ultimately like, where do you want to go from here? Okay, so that's what I would really go and then really we'll go into the next sort of actual how to close point, but that's the next sort of process after I've got them the situational impact. I'm really basically doing the flight check. Is everything good to go? I'm really locking in on their mind. What is it that they need to do? I'm getting them to sometimes write things down. Okay, 
that's just the check-in before we we close. So I want to get a bit of a, a an insight. What was useful there in the check-in point? Maris, well, go ahead. Just something you did. Hello, mate. What was useful on the check-in point there for you? Um, I just think that a connection need needs to dig deeper. You know what I mean? So usually it's easy to it's easy to like slip essential questions. You know what I mean? When you can find a connection and and then and, um, really build a report. Like what you did, I was I, I just was listening. I was like, fuck, that's good. <laughs> that's a good job. Yeah, it didn't feel forced. You know, sometimes myself when I do, sometimes it doesn't feel like, at least from when I'm saying, it doesn't feel natural. You know, you want to get some reaction or a certain outcome, right? But from what you said, everything just seems smooth, you know? Mm. And what do you think, like now, what do you think that you could change to, for you to feel a little bit more smoother? I think it's probably, it's not so much what to say, things that internal game, you know, how I feel, what I say, you know what I mean? I think I need mm -hmm. to change. Same like you said about um, messaging, right? Just building conversations without expectation to close everyone, you know what I mean? Right now, I, um, I, this is like my day 10 from this one, right? And I try to build like, a, before I kind of already, when I hit messages, I start going with a, a kind of, okay, what type of support you need? Not directly, but indirectly, right? And and, and as I um, hear from other coaches saying, right, you don't want to go like this. If it smells fishy, you know, you try to sell something, even if it's not directly right. I try to build a report, right? But for me right now, build a report, but I find it really hard to twist these conversations into the sales. Because that's what I struggle. I, what I typically do right now, right? I connect, I follow, they follow back, right? I uh, Hi, thanks for following me, right? I try to comment on the story or or dog picture, etc. You know what I mean? Before me, I kind of struggled to lead these conversations. Um, that, that's, uh, I read a little bit rumble around, right? But that's where I'm right now struggle, right? I, I try not to be directly lead with the fitness, but I try, uh, if I don't directly lead with the fitness, but let's say comment something, I struggle to escalate to that fitness conversation if it makes sense. Do you know the best way? Just basically say, just shoot my voice now. Hey, Maris, dude. Oh, man, I'd love to go to that concert too. It'd be absolutely class. Um, man, I'm just voicing it because I'm actually on the gym at the minute. I'm heading to the gym at the minute. Um, how's your day going? And uh, yeah, mate, do you train yourself? Mm -hmm. And then just, okay, how's training going? That's that's it. After you've built a fair bit of connection, just say, I'm walking to the gym right now. Um, about to head in, I'll get back to you after. Um, by the way, do you train yourself? Okay, yeah, <laughs> that, that's or, it, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's something like that. It's quite natural and smooth, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, to be honest, I, uh, there's always there's different systems. I still haven't tried that. Um, yeah. What is turbo charge chat? Yeah, was it? it? Yeah, it'll come. It'll come. So, yeah. well, but, but I, I thought I thought that turbo charge chat was just for um, um, in in when it's uh, inbound messages. Yeah, or you you would use this for yeah. outbound messaging as well. Uh, inbound messages usually inbound or when someone said, "Look, I need help." Okay. When they yeah. actively so I, I, raised their hand massively and said, I need help with coaching or what does your coaching entail? Then I would sort of okay, transition. For onboard, you would use just uh, re regular messaging. Regular messaging. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. This is something to be, actually I struggle quite a lot, like because I had a different approach and now I'm doing this indirect approach and I struggle to escalate Yeah, these conversations. to. Uh, sometimes you're just going to need to read the room. Sometimes direct is good, sometimes not. But yeah, it is. It'll all come just with time and things. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, guys, I'm just going to read out the chat here. Um, would you touch on the client journey there? Um, love the knee. Love what would need to happen for this to be a Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And again, you could start to call on that. Like, yeah, that's a great frame. What would need to happen for you to make this a massive success? And even like, guys, in my last week, I've asked all my clients that, guys, what needs to happen for you to make 2022 a massive success? The second half of the year, what needs to happen? Great, 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 great question. And you can really help them define it. And as well, like, I always like to go legit, like, I always like to go like, logistical metric base like right i want to be this way i want to be this etc but then as well how do you want to feel what is di what's different about that person what's different about then the now because the state that we're all changed that we're really looking at okay so no absolute class um like the last bit that you all wanted to talk about was the closing aspect so i suppose i'll just talk you through what i would do um so really um 
after I've done the check-in, like I said, I'm like, look, I'd love to offer you an opportunity to, to level up academy. And the reason why is because ultimately, firstly, like we've chatted, this is a big thing for you. And I really feel like you're wanting to change your ways. I really feel like you're wanting to do the work. Don't get me wrong. We have an incredible program uh, here and uh, our service and the support is absolutely exceptional, but we can't really do the work. And from my side, when I take on a client, I need to basically trust that I know that they're going to eat the food, do the reps and turn up to the trainings and just basically do what they need to do and follow through when we're not there because this isn't about us. This is about you committing to the future you. So really how this works is it's going to be a six month program. Okay. It's going to be this price here, 1997. And ultimately um, in regards to what we offer and things by 30 day mark, our standard is that usually you would have done X, Y, and Z by 90 days. X, Y, and Z, um, and by 180 days that you'd have that transformation and pretty much it'd be like brushing your teeth. You'd just be automatic. You'd just be doing the right things. You'd feel incredible. And like we said, you'd it'd help you do one, two, three, basically what it is for their life. It'd help you look great in, ho look great in holiday as well. Never need to worry about training ever again because you're just in that, in that phase and as well feel confident in any situation that you're in. Um, so that's everything um, in regards to the offer. That's everything in regards to what we do, your standards and what we would expect of you. And like I said, I'd like to give you an opportunity uh, to step up and level up today. So really, um, yeah, like how do you feel about that? Where are you at? Um, yeah, and I just do that. I know that Russell says like visa and debit and things, but I just say, look, where are you at? Like that's how I sort of frame it. If they have any objections and things, like ultimately the odd time I might get the odd one and it might be uncertainty. Sometimes if I know, if I feel like someone's going to be quite uncertain by that, like I said, guys, most 80% of individuals will be like, fuck yeah, I'm in. And um, because I've had that such an impact, but if they're not like, fuck yeah, I'm in. And there's objections of like, look, usually situations like these can be quite, can be quite uncomfortable and you can feel a little bit uneasy. And ultimately like that's completely cool. I felt like that before. I remember being on a call similar to this with my coach and realizing, yeah, there's so much happening, so much to do, so much to work on. And I was like, I know I need this, my dad. And I just speak to that emotion. What that emotion needs in that individual is ultimately it needs calmed. So by sharing your own experience or talking to it, you calm that emotion for them so that they can think logically. And um, if someone then still objects, look, this isn't about me and this isn't about our academy. This is about you making a decision to level up today. Like you've been wanting to do this for a long while. We're going to have individuals who are going to have this program. We've never struggled for clients and we never will. We're great at what we do. It's really about you, whether you're willing to accept everything that you have been accepting so far. So like, can I help in any way? Is there anything that you don't understand? Is there anything that is really getting in your way? Okay, is, is it like as well, could we clear something today? Is it is it just finances that's holding you back? Or like, is there anything that just part of this call you can't really understand, you can't see? It's important for me to know that, right, you're clear on right, you're where your point B is and what you need to do to get there. All those things. But the main thing I'd say is like calm them down, agree with them at times. Like, look, I understand it's a lot of money. You might never invest in that before. Um, but ultimately, again, like, like you heard me say in the first video that you're going to be eating every single day. You're going to have your body every single day of your life. Like, is that not worth that? Like, if we think 10, 20 years, 30 years, is that not going to be, is that not, is that not worth that small investment? Like, you can challenge it then, agree, and then go into those aspects. Um, so that's how I would handle that. Um, worst case scenario, if you feel like someone's very on edge and like just very anxious, not really willing to make a mis not really willing to make a decision. Look, I only work with people that are willing to basically commit and be all in or all out. If you need to think about it, if you need to get like any fun sort of, if you need to do that, look, I'm completely cool. But can we make a commitment that you move forward no matter what? Okay, why do you need to move forward? Right, before we get off this call, okay, like, is it just solely that you need to access money or whatever? And, and then I make I make them basically either look at, right, getting a deposit or basically letting me know within 24 hours that they're going to do something. So, and what I'll usually do is get commitments. But guys, like, honestly, I rarely, rarely go into that sort of, it never really needs to go to that because you've handled all the stuff on the front end. You've handled the objections. You've handled the check-in and things. So 
yeah, that's pretty much like a lot of objections that I tend to how I handle those periods and how I close it. Is there any questions on that? Reese, do you have a question? I heard you. Feel free to unmute. Yeah, I, mean, I think you, you kind of covered it um, in terms of like flowing from like can I explain the program stuff like that and then what I would normally do is just like look here's how the investment kind of works or here's how the program works we've got a three month upfront payment at 997 and then it's 197 thereafter as you continue on um, usually just say how does that sound or do you have your card there and we can get you set up and sorted just now yeah, I always find it goes one or two ways. It goes either, yep, no problem, or it's like, oh, eh, uh, uh, mm, uh, uh, and it's... The thing I want you to think about, guys, is like, it should not feel like a shock to someone. Like, there's a call that I put up like a year ago, ages ago, a 20-year-old, and it's like, you can tell how much that I helped them and on the call, and then when I said, right, it's 1997 for six months, it's like, um, how's that for you? It's like, it's worth it. Like, it, it, and it's not a surprise to them. So it's like, uh, it should, you should be getting the yeses, the nods, the things like that, yeah. Another thing that I will sort of say, and I do this intentionally, like when I'm coming to a close as well, I will look them in the eye. Like, I will make an effort to be a little bit more intentional. That's the only thing I probably cue is just being, look, so it's going to be, I, I would lean in slightly. Um, and that's really, it's not, it's, it's just to show, like, right, we're here to make a decision. We're here to really, like, it's go time now. Like, this is what we're here to do. We're here to, we were in, out, or, yeah. So just, and I would want someone to do that with me. I would want someone to help me get out of my own way and just make a decision. I look at price as an anchor to change. When you put down money, you put that anchor down the change. So there is a little bit more of a different tone, just slightly in regards to precision. Um, and that's just with body language. So I think sometimes as well, like we can go through all the different, the reason why I say that is because we can go through all the different frames and stuff. There's a million different frames out there, but it's like, right, it's how you say it sometimes. It's like the energy that you give across. It's the 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 conviction, the certainty, like it's the, I know I can change your life, that type of energy that I can't, it's not words, it's physiology. It's that, so that's something I would say. And if you struggle with that, ask yourself why. And um, for me, when I struggled with that, I needed to really reframe in my mind. It's like, like, this is my life's work. And this will ultimately, like every single day for the rest of their life, this person's going to be eating, this person's going to have their body, this person's going to be thinking. And there are things that I help people influence. I help people master. I help people get in control of. So it's like, if I can do that, that's so, so powerful. And whatever price someone charges, is, it's, it's, it's small in the grand scheme of things. Okay, so that certainly is massive. So guys, um, any other questions? Any other, has this been useful today? Um, anything else I can help with? Again, just want to give you a rundown of some of the things that I wish that I heard, my flow, what I feel, and that situational aspect is so, 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 so key. Very useful. Okay. Really, really, so okay. Um, really, I suppose, guys, I like getting this off uh, uh, my clients and stuff. It's like, a score of one to 10, how relevant was this for you? 10 being super relevant, two being not relevant at all, really, zero, et cetera. No, it's just good feedback. It's not the boost ego or anything. It's just to get good feedback on, right, what do you need? Yeah, ask him. Um, so uh, just, just on the kind of like the paid and full, I don't know, is it the way I'm going about it? Like, I don't know, maybe is there like, uh, am I leading them to like, oh, it's, you know, it's a 997 up front or there's a split pay option at should I just be like, look, it's 997 up front and just leave it? Or how should I kind of go about that painful? Because I have a lot of split pays, which I'm not giving out about. They're still they're still coming on board, board of course. Like, but it's it's something that I would like to maybe as a raise price, like I want to be able to obviously collect that cash up front, you know? Yeah, so did, it really depends what you feel most comfortable with and what comes off most confident, et cetera, for you. Like ultimately... You could just look at right. Look, there's two options for uh, so there's two options for um the investment. The investment can either be nine nine seven or all we can do is we can do a two split of five fifty. Um, that'll be five fifty today and five fifty thirty days time. To me, um, whatever suits you best. Um, we've got those two options. Just to 
make it manageable for people and things. So yeah, I'm really pumped. Uh, I got a lot um, of energy myself off today's call. Um, how do you feel? And uh, yeah, what option do you want to go for? Yeah, okay. Yeah, because I, I think um, as well, like I, I was talking to Dave about it, this part of just like, even maybe pushing my split pay up a small bit more expensive. So it's like, it, it's it's very even more painful. It's more enticing to be like, it's more enticing. Like if it was like, oh, look, it's two spam or split payments of 650. And um, because then that's obviously like 1300 or whatever, as opposed to like a thousand. So then it's like, yeah, that, that's no brainer, you know? A hundred percent. And I remember that, like, again, I sell how I've been, like, how I would like to be sold to. And I remember I signed up to a program with, a mentor um not in fitness or anything um but it was the but the the payment plan put me off because it was like 35 40 percent more than the actual free the upfront fee when i first looked at it, i was like that's a bit much but then when i looked at the payment i was like shit so that got me do the upfront so that can be an option what feels right to you okay yeah, yeah. The other thing just again, how you go in with it i think as well is like when you go in with a full confidence that like it's nothing to me, it is a little bit more. Usually, you end up getting the 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 nine nine seven. Yeah, it's just, look here. It's it's not a major problem. Again, I'd like my my sales calls have been going quite well lately, and I I've been very lucky or probably not lucky, but like they, there's been a lot of people saying yes, just coming on a split split payment and look. I'll I'll try it out. I tested. Probably just need to do some more sales role play as well, and just just literally just practice saying it. Good, cool, cool. Guys, anything else I can help with before we round up? Any dying questions, anything at all? Even just give me a thumbs up if we're good to go. Okay, awesome. Guys, have an amazing night. Um, really appreciate you all being here and I hope that this really, let me know if these, if this is really helped on your next sales call um, and really get right to the root, that situational moment, that impact, get right to there um, on your next call, okay? All right, see you there, guys. Have a good, bye.